Hi, everybody. I'm Russell, and you're listening to the Dynamic Employer Solutions Podcast. Last week, we talked about the value a PEO brings to business owners, whether it's reducing costs or relieving some of the legal burdens that they experience. Uh, This week, Logan, Matt, and myself expand on that a little bit, uh, but we also talk about what it means uh, for your agency, and we discuss some situations where it would be best to move your clients out of the standard market and into a PEO relationship. Uh, In some cases where you simply don't need to pull them out of that comp policy that they've already got. Uh, But in both situations, uh, they are able to gain value from the PEO partnership uh, like so many others have. Real quick, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, iLink.net. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the episode. But for now, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Welcome to the Dynamic Employer Solutions Podcast, where we help agents, brokers, and business owners understand all things PEO. So guys, I know last week we were talking a lot about how PEO brings value to business owners. You know, a lot of the things that we talked about were the time aspect of running the business, uh, the costs associated with trying to do like all of that admin stuff yourself, uh, and also all the legal compliance issues that a lot of these owners face while trying to do their own HR stuff. But what other value does having a PEO partner bring to the table, you know, for these business owners? So that's a good question, man. You know, there's a lot of different ways that PEOs add value to companies. I think one of the one of the really neat ones is uh, employee retention. You know, just having the ability to offer those Fortune 500 level benefits to your employees really goes a long way to help them stick around. You know, PEOs have benefits like life, health, dental, vision, you know, 401k. Uh, I've seen some of them that have educational benefits. Uh, there's a couple that have discount programs. So you can get, you know, discount membership to Sam's Club or movie tickets, stuff like that. Uh, so there's a lot of different benefits that are offered by different PEOs, you know, and it depends on what, you know, the client is looking for whenever they come in, if they're looking for things like that, or if they're more driven by other aspects of the relationship. One thing that we did see on a study uh, that I was looking at a while back was that there were three things that new PEO clients added more than anything else. Uh, It was life insurance, retirement, and health benefits. Uh, And it was actually 42% of new clients that added PEO services added life insurance. So, you know, kind of goes to show how important it is to take care of their employees and stuff in that way. And then tied at second was uh, retirement and health benefits, uh, both at 26%. So you can kind of see how, you know, adding those benefits uh, really kind of helps to keep those employees on and and, and keep them working at the company for a long, long time. Yeah, that's a great point, Russell. I, I know that in addition to just being able to keep those employees, you know, having the ability to offer those benefits that a lot of small businesses normally can't also allows those employers to just initially attract higher level employees, you know, more qualified employees uh, and, and employees also that are more career minded. You know, if an employee comes in and they know that they were going to they're going to have benefits they're going to have retirement plans and so on and so forth. Those are more the, the style of employee that are looking for a career, looking for a place that they can spend a long, long period of time, which is always going to be a better investment for the uh, for the employer. And so not only do they come in there, but also, uh, you know, obviously that can make employers more competitive than other 
businesses in their industry, especially like in their level, you know, like other small businesses or medium sized businesses in the area. But one of the other great things, and we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but one of the other great things that it helps the employers do is create culture with those employees. I mean, really developing the culture that they want to have within their company. And I think that that boils down to basically three things. One of those is having the tools that they need to handle the employee issues and disputes, you know, just basic day-to-day stuff, you know, that come up with employees that allows them to create a a thriving workplace culture like we mentioned before. The second thing is when employers have access to better products and services, uh, or excuse me, uh, when employees have access to better products and services, they simply feel happier. You know, when they're happier at work, they're more productive. You know, it creates a better culture as well. And the third thing is not having to focus all of that time and attention that we talked about previously on other tasks allows the business owners to really be on the front lines down there with their employees. They can focus on their company mission. They can focus on their goals. And that helps keep companies focused on their employees as well as the growth of the company. So, yeah, yeah. you were saying the growth of the company. I really think that growing the company itself is the main goal and concern of every business owner. Uh, And it's probably one of the biggest challenges that a business owner has. And everything that you guys just went over, uh, being able to offer good benefits, creating a good company culture, uh, PEO, uh, when you partner with them, it kind of allows them to handle all the human resource side, uh, all the benefit side, and really allows a business owner to focus on the the main day-to-day stuff, the higher value activities that keep their business running and help them grow. And PEO actually does that. I was uh, looking at an article. It was a white paper that Napio put out a few years back, and they actually gathered like 10 years of data on the growth of employees that were in a PEO, so worksite employees in a PEO versus the rest of the market that did not have a PEO. And over 10 years, that white paper actually found that uh, anyone associated with a PEO that had a PEO to handle all this back-end stuff, this HR that took that burden off their shoulders, those companies in a PEO grew 7 to 9% faster than everyone else uh, out there. And Longevity as well. Uh, it's you know well-known fact that a lot of businesses, like 50%, fail in the first year, so on and so forth. Overall, uh, in that time period, PEOs, uh, or excuse me, uh, businesses that had a PEO relationship succeed uh, and stay in business uh, at almost twice the rate of any business without it. And I think that's really the, the big picture. Overall, having a PEO in the background to help do the HR, to help do the admin, will result in that ultimate goal of, you know, growing the company, helping that company succeed. And all of those things are great reasons they're in a standard market right now to switch to a PEO. Uh, even though, you know, some people have doubts about changing to PEOs uh, or maybe they are they like where they're at on, on the comp end, I still think it's a really good idea. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's actually one of the biggest things that we come across when we're working with uh, agents and, and companies uh, owners is that they've got a comp policy that's already in place and they don't really want to move it. They're happy with it. They've had the same coverage for years. And, you know, honestly, they can just leave it there. We've got, you know, we've got options to put clients into a PEO relationship without having to have them move their workers comp. I know for a lot of agents that we work with, whenever we first start talking with them, uh, they have the idea that 
that they have to move over that workers' comp. And so they're very hesitant to work with uh, PEO because they don't want to lose that piece of business. Uh, you know, and, and really and truly, it just comes down to the fact that that's not actually the case, you know, and, and it's just a matter of, of education. You know, we just have, you know, we have to share this with people and, right. and kind of let them realize that there's lots of options. And it goes by a lot of different names too. You know, whenever, whenever we do bring a client over and we leave their comp where it is, and if they only want the, you know, the admin, uh, the payroll benefits or the HR services, you know, they refer to that in a couple of different ways, whether it's called ASO, which is administrative services only, uh, or a carve out, they'll do a comp carve out where uh, they get all the other benefits of PEO, but they've carved out that portion of the comp and let it stay where it's at. Uh, or HRO, which is human resource outsourcing, which is a huge growing field right now where people are just bringing in that HR aspect to their company. And maybe, you know, also using it to supplement their HR that they've got in place already. And one of the really cool things about doing it this way where we're leaving the comp where it's at is a lot of times there's a lot less restrictions for those types of deals. You know, uh, when you're doing a comp deal with a PEO, you've got to do comp underwriting, which is always, you know, a tricky situation because, you know, underwriters go back and they'll look at pictures from, you know, eight years ago where, you know, they were doing something <laughs> and took a picture right. that looked cool. And then they put it on their website or they've got old advertising gouge on their website from where they did something before they changed directions and they'll go back and they'll find this stuff. Right. And it's something completely you know, and, different than and, their description of operations. Right. They yeah, say that they you do siding uh, so and there's a picture of a crane on site. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so then the, the deal will get killed because of this, this outdated data on their website. When we're doing these deals where there's no comp involved, that doesn't have to happen. There's no comp underwriting process that takes place. So even if a PEO doesn't cover the, the comp portion for that company, for that industry, they can still, if they have a good benefits package, they can still write that company's benefits, payroll administration, get the tax compliance aspects that come with it. So in a lot of times, it's a lot easier to get these types of accounts done for our agent and referral partners uh, than it is to get, you know, comp policies done uh, through PR. Yeah. You know, and that is true. I still believe, and, and well, not just I believe, there are a ton of situations where PEO really will help out uh, a business owner with their comp, though. I, we can definitely help them out with the ASO, with the carve yeah, out, with the HRO. But there's a number of situations uh, where PEO is a great idea uh, for business owners and on the monetary aspect as well as getting them approved. While their underwriting can be a little fun sometimes, PEO will take a lot of different risks and some higher risks or some risks that uh, standalone comp policies just won't look at. A huge one that, that we see a lot, I think, is the new and business guys. So a lot of the new and business guys don't have any coverage history yeah. or they're really low premium uh, and there's just not much to it for the standard market. Right. And for PEO, we have several providers that we work with that can write this type of business and they do it at a really good rate. So most PEOs are going to write uh, new accounts or even accounts with a couple of small losses at a one mod or the state rate, whatever you want to call right. it, without doing an upcharge. And a lot of times I've seen, even if they were able to get quoted a new company or a company with losses, even if they were able to get quoted in that standard market, they do something called a consent to rate where it's basically just an increase on the premium 
over what they would actually be paying uh, at a one mod. Right. Uh, you know, just in the standard market uh, or even, you know, with, with the stake. All right, I'd like to stop real quick and just take a moment to thank today's sponsor, iLinked.net. Grow your business with less. Everyone says less is more. When you enable your team and the people you do business with, you give them more time and less stress. iLink.net's built-in document storage and real-time communications stored on a record-by-record -record basis allows you to avoid paper and digital clutter. Never miss another follow-up. iLink.net's integrated activity tracker makes it easy to stay on top of your schedule and commitments. Commission hassles? Your partners want to be paid on time and accurately. iLink.net makes it simple with the iLink.net commission module. It allows you to enter and import commissions accurately in 75% less time. Stop using multiple systems to do business. iLink.net is the all-in-one sales support and CRM solution for PEO and insurance industries. Templates, emails, quotes, activities, forms, all in one place iLink.net is so much more than just a CRM. It's human asset streaming. Success equals people plus information minus the hassle. To schedule a discovery call or free demo, go to i-linked.net forward slash DES. Again, that's i-linked.net forward slash DES. And again, thank you to iLink.net for supporting the show. Let's jump back into the conversation. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the state pool here in Florida, obviously where we're based, the, uh, the, the state pool is called the JUA or the Joint Underwriters Association. And I know that with a lot of the clients that we've helped and that, that I've spoken with that have come from that option, you know, they're still able to save a lot of money despite the fact that they're still having to pay for payroll. So maybe you guys could clarify a little bit about like why that is or why those rates are so much higher. Yeah. Not so... Florida and a number of states actually have decent state pools or affordable comp through the state from agents I've spoken to across the country. But Florida really is uh, one of those that no one really wants to be in. Uh, talking with the, the insurance agents that I do, the Florida JUA basically puts their applicants into tiers like tier one, tier two, tier three. And based on the tier and their loss history or lack thereof, basically they're going to put something similar to a consent to rate or a mod is just as a percentage. So the JUA in Florida, a lot of times will charge 25, 35% in tier one, all the way up to 65 or 75% on top of what they're supposed to be paying in tier three. So for low comp cost codes an administrative person or salesperson, that's not too bad. But when you get into somebody that has a construction code, they're like 10, 12, 15, uh, framing $16 here in Florida, and you tack on an additional 65 or 75% cost on top of that, it's, it's unaffordable. And wow. a PEO admin is cheap, in all honesty. You know, I see admins written anywhere from 2% for uh, the payroll and the HR up to 5 or 6% for really small companies. But that is nothing in comparison to the high mod guys, you know, high mod, whether they're in JUA or high mod, whether they're in a standard market paying consent rate, even that little admin cost will still save the money and they get the PEO services. And 
those high mod clients, a lot of PEOs will still write that at a one mod and the high mod clients, uh, PEOs can help those guys save money while writing them in a one mod and help them, you know, you know, rebuild that loss history because they've had a lot of claims. Wow. Yeah, that's very true. You know, um, you know, building, rebuilding that loss history is kind of a, it's a, it's something that we've seen a lot with different agents that we work with, you know, and, and, and using PEO as a tool to do that for their clients uh, because they do come in and they do write at a one mod. Uh, and then the way the PEO works is that they'll report those mods, you know, at the end of the contract. And so, you know, we've been with the PEO for three years, good clean losses, you know, you got that big loss off your, off your record. They'll stay with PEO for three years, get that clean loss history. It'll get reported to, uh, you know, the underwriting agency, and and then at that point it becomes they've had three years at a one mod so that they can go back to the standard market and get a policy you know get one of their old policies back or get a standard market policy because that's you know they do payroll in-house and they just like doing it that way and it's, whatever the case is it allows them to get back to that structure for their workers comp that they're they like and that they're comfortable with absolutely and it doesn't even have to be a high mod client i think we were talking about new in business earlier uh we actually had a business that never had comp they had gotten that same jua quote and not only did they get a high uh tier they got put in the wrong code because of the type of business they were in uh they built houses and they had uh a framing code and honestly everyone there was was lower end they were admins they were site supervisors and they uh actually stayed with us for three years to build a loss history. And once they had built that loss history in the correct codes, uh, they went to a standalone market and were able to take the payroll in-house. So PEO is awesome for rebuilding a mod, uh, for doing all of the benefits. But ultimately, if a company wants to uh, move back to a standard market, PEO can help them do that as well. Yeah, that is a great point, Logan. And just to kind of piggyback on that, you know, it's a great stepping stone to be able to rebuild that loss history and Whereas that company, you know, did go back to the standard market and brought their payroll in-house, you know, uh, again, it just opens up so many more options for companies, regardless, they can go back to the standard market. A lot of them still choose to leave their, uh, their admin, their, you know, and their HR with a PEO just because it's so convenient for them to be able to do business that way with all of the other benefits that we've spoken about, you know, over the last couple of podcasts, you know, all of those benefits still apply. And so, you know, so many companies choose to keep that. Absolutely. You know, PEO, I guess the, the roundup is PEO will offer just a, a large range or diverse range of options for business owners to, to help their company and help them grow. Yeah, absolutely. I really hoped you all enjoyed this episode of the Dynamic Employer Solutions podcast. Uh, we talked about some really cool stuff from the additional benefits uh, like employee retention, attracting top talent, workplace culture, higher growth rates that partnering with a PEO brings to business owners. But we also talked about a few different situations where pulling a client out of the standard market versus leaving them with their current workers comp policy both have a place in the PEO market. And we 
really love to hear from you on whether or not you knew that that was an option for your agency or not. And we do look forward to you joining us again next week where we'll be discussing some issues that can arise when you're submitting a PEO deal that will kill it on the spot. And as always, if you're interested in working together, being on the podcast, or if you have an account that you think might benefit from a PEO partnership, you can reach us at 727-537-6879, or you can send us an email to info at dynamicemployer.com.